Welcome to The Breadwinners, the podcast about the never-ending hustle and its impact on all aspects of our lives. We're interested in what it takes to keep everything going. This podcast is about working, family, research, and policy. We consider the research, talk to experts, and share our takes on what we're all learning about breadwinning. Each week, I'm joined by Jennifer Owens. She writes about working, wellness, and women, and founded the Working Mother Research Institute. And I'm joined by Raquel Ellison. She's an executive coach and management consultant who works with companies big and small to design workplace policies that work for all employees. Well, I'm leaving you. I'm going on oh, vacation. <laughs> vacation, all I ever, ever wanted. wanted. <laughs> well, and it is all I ever wanted. And I can tell that the New York Times, it's all they ever wanted because I went looking for like what they're saying about travel this summer and f- immediately found three articles back to back to back about how to travel in COVID, especially when you have kids who aren't vaccinated. And so here's the latest in my family. Mm. Dateline, Brooklyn. Come the end of the school year, for sure, my husband and me, we will be vaccinated and, and cured. You're, you're supposed to, it's like you're vaccinated two weeks after the second shot. Right. And my teenager daughter will be vaccinated. And my teenager son, though, will not be. He's only 14. Now I'm kind of, you know, always keeping an eye because I know there's some word about the initial results from, I think, one of the vaccines saying they've had some great results with 12 to 15 year olds doing in the clinical trials. So, you mm. know, like fingers crossed that it they're able to take the age down. But right. it's very weird that. In our family, so we'll have three people vaccinated and one not. Right. And I don't know, does it change the equation of, like, can you go anywhere? Can you do anything if you have one who's not vaccinated? Or can you do more because it's only one of you? Like, you know, it's it's some sort of, like, calculus. Like, what's the function of Owen? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on any plans we do, you know, the F, that like curly Q F with the parens and the X in the middle and stuff. Yeah, I dropped calculus, so I don't really know, but. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing on calculus. Well, do you think you'll do any traveling? I think there will be moderate travel. I think the kids will go to the Berkshires with their grandparents who are vaccinated. Because yours are younger. So Mine are you younger. even thinking about kid vaccinations or is that just not on the table? In your mind? It's not on the table in my mind. I mean, you are vaccinated at this point. I am waiting patiently, not patiently. (laughs) So, and you know, I think it's interesting. I think it's like, even though I can hypothetically think about what it's going to be like when I'm vaccinated, you know, just like when, you know, you can hypothetically think about what it's going to be like when you're married and then you get to that point and like, then it feels very different. So I don't know. I just, I don't it's like vaccinations, like getting married. I mean, I, to a vaccine. you know, <laughs> to a vaccine. I just, you know, I'm, I'm just waiting. So it all feels just very abstract, even though I'm even vaccinated. Uh, so when I were recording this, we got our, our second shots like two or three days ago, feeling fine, giving the thumbs up to everyone, go get yes. it done. And even so... It's a little abstract, even when it's happening, like, because you're still wearing a mask. You're still, I don't know. It's, it's the whole thing, reentry into society, let alone thinking about taking any sort of travel trip. It's just, it's really hard. It, it's change. And it's really hard to wrap my head around. Yeah. And then, you know, in our family, the um, 
the way we do things in in our family is very equity minded so that if i'm doing something it's others do it too or i don't know it's hard to explain but it's like it's very weird that three of us have received a vaccine and mm. one has not it's a very it doesn't jive with the way i see how we run this team of four you know like it's it's just i swear it's not my fault but I find that very odd. It's a strain mentally on me that one of my kids, not even for the unsafeness of it, I'm making up words at this point, but just that three got a benefit and one did not. Yeah. Which I think it's going to be, it's, you know, that's what's happening. It's that we're, this stuff is rolling out, you know, at one point, the ages change, you know, all that sort of jazz. So it was going to, I was going to feel this way, even if it was just the parents versus the kids, that was going to be weird enough. But now that it's parent and one kid, it's just weird. You know, it also happens to be the one who's my choosy eater and he's our denominator for dinner most nights too. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, standing out in so many ways. Chicken nuggets, so many chicken nuggets and peas. He loves peas. So we eat a lot of peas. So I'll tell you, though, that I am planning to go to travel. I'm planning to go to see my vaccinated moms, my mom and my stepmom and my vaccinated brother and his kids, who I actually don't know if my niece and nephew are vaccinated. We'll be finding these are the things we'll be asking now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I read somewhere that people are going to have COVID passports, right? The passports are going to come out with a COVID indication. Well, there is discussion about this. I don't know. How do you feel? Do you want a COVID passport? I do. Yeah. (laughs) I went to the trouble to get this thing done and get my kids done. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think there should be like a, like a sticker, like an ID that shows that you are vaccinated and that you're safe to be around. And so that it, then I think that's the equation is, are you vaccinated? And can you, can you be around and can you get a passport that says you're vaccinated? Yeah. I think it makes sense. Me too. I mean, like get it done, man. Have you bumped into people who say like, Oh, we're just waiting to see or not. I have. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> bumped into people who are saying we're just that they're going to wait. They're going to wait out to see how it goes with the vaccine. I don't know what oh. they're waiting on. What are you waiting on? I don't know. No, I haven't <laughs> run into those people. I don't know who those people are. You know, I mean, I think people are waiting to see what happens with the vaccine. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, like, there are definitely people who are waiting now and kind of like trying to you know, while their kids aren't vaccinated to your earlier point who are like, okay, let's do like some very low key travel. Right. And I'm seeing that on like my local mom's groups. Like people are just talking about like, how can I get away like an hour from the house? (laughs) Oh, oh, you mean like an hour's drive versus just an hour out of the house? Cause that's valid too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, like an hour. They're talking about like an hour's drive. And I don't think it's necessarily like safer, but but I guess it feels less less of an investment of time and travel. And obviously you're not gonna be on a plane or a train. Yeah. I mean, that's how we did it, you know, in the height of the pandemic in the last summer, like going on a year ago. Oh my God. That vacation itself was a year ago. We went to um the Cape stayed in an Airbnb and uh, 
would walk to the beach just to get out of New York for a moment. So that's what we're going to do this time. We're going to go out on Long Island. Same thing, like house, you know, by the water. It basically make our own, keep our pod together, which is the four of us. Mm-hmm. And maybe stroll through the town, whatever little town we're in or yeah. whatever. But it's, we're kind of still doing it. We don't do much. I've, as I've often said, my family is built for a pandemic in that we are boring and don't do much. <laughs> <laughs> we are certainly not like adventure seekers where we, you know, like, oh my God, we have to go on roller coasters. Nope, we're fine. We're fine. We can stroll on the beach and be very happy. Yep. So we, we will be doing that again. So do you think you'll go anywhere though? No. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not because I'm afraid, just because I'm busy. i'd like to go somewhere yeah i don't know Uh, yeah that's the thing i'm like not in that mode right now of planning i think maybe maybe i'm just not enough of a of a planner but but we'll see did you travel much with the kids before covid bc that is a great question bc did i travel a lot with the kids occasionally like we definitely went to the berkshires we definitely went didn't do a ton of travel. Like it just wasn't. And we had like, there were a lot of reasons like we had, you know, not everyone was well enough to travel for a long time. And so like there was, there was stuff like that that kept us from, from going somewhere. But I did go with my daughter to Israel at one point. That was a long time ago. Yeah. I don't know. No, there, there is one, uh, I'm looking at one of these time stories where there's a travel agency, a luxury travel agency that says the elephant in the room right now is the potential that a child could become infected with COVID while abroad and not be allowed on a return flight. It's a major deterrent for parents. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just going to show my cards. What? You know, anywhere you go out, why don't we just, I just want to go to the beach, you know, like I yeah. just want to go to Montauk, stand on the beach and let the wind hit my face. That's what I'm talking about here. Oh, yeah, that sounds delightful. Yeah. I think you do need to dial. Do you really need to travel abroad? I actually don't even think the CDC is like, it's okay. If you're vaccinated, they're saying it's okay to travel domestically, you know, but like, right. what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I, it, that just cracks me. I mean, oh my gosh. And so hopefully it's not an emergency and all that sort of jazz, but you've gone on your luxury travel trip and then you're, oh no, that would be a bummer. No, totally. <laughs> totally. No, I, um, I was talking to somebody at work who went to travel. He went to go see his grandson in London. So he did do international travel, but yep. he did it for a very specific reason. And the quarantining was intense. The quarantining was like, he had to get four tests in his first (gasps) week there of quarantining. Yeah. He was not allowed to, you know, go anywhere. And so when he went to go get his third test, his fourth test, they, all of a sudden he gets a call from his daughter-in-law and she's like, the officials are here from the health department to check up on you. Wow. And he was like, I'm actually literally going to the test that you mandated that I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad when you were saying that, I'm like, how do people even know that you're quarantining? So good. I'm glad to know that because yeah. that that's what keeps us all accountable to these rules. Well, 
the story that I was reading. It says, after a year of road trips, RVs, and rental cottages, that's what we did, rental cottages. Though I really did think about getting an RV, like in the height of it, one of, one scenario I thought was, okay, we rent an RV, we stay in the RV, we only come out when no one's around, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take the risk and get gas. And <laughs> this was my, my thought, but we, ne- we did not get the RV. No. It does sound fun, but I don't think I could deal with RV rental parks. This is just me yeah. being honest. <laughs> But they say online searches for late summer flights are up as much as 75% and hotels on both coasts are reporting that they're sold out through October. Wow. So I guess it's a thing. I'm not, I, okay. In the whole like calculus of all this, I'm not ready for hotels in our family. Interesting. I don't know. What do you think? I have done hotels. Have you really? Maybe that's because I've done, because I've had COVID and I had a little bit of like a safe zone, but yeah, just to get away a little bit. I've done some breaks at some hotels and I don't like go into, like go hang out in the lobby or anything, but I've definitely done that. I think that's what it comes down to. And that's what they're saying is that it's... The risk, because were you, that was you on your own taking a freaking break? Yes. (laughs) See that, because when we've done hotels as a family, you know, the whole point is we stay somewhere that has a pool. So, you know, like that experience of a hotel, you being able to kind of control yourself and not go, you know, licking the knobs in the elevator or whatever. Right, right. (laughs) That makes the, the calculus of this is fine you know, equal out something that makes you feel comfortable. I think that's the thing is looking at all the different factors. Yeah. Whatever the situation is going to be is going to be. And then saying to someone like you stayed in a hotel, I go, really? Tell me more, you know, like and be able to, you're going to have to explain yourself, young lady, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think these things like the Berkshires and for us, Montauk and like, that's where I am. You know, it's wide open. I can control for, you know, where we're staying. There's not a lot of people around. Mm -hmm. There's not, we're not hanging out in the hotel lobby, which surely with a whole bunch of other people who are just as afraid of us as we are of them, you know? Yeah. Those kind of, and like this year we'll drive to Ohio to see the grandparents and, and do that trip around the horn. So we'll stop for gas, but we'll, I'll be vaccinated and I'll be fine. The kids won't get out of the car because they never do. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll get to my, like my mom's house. My kids will retreat to her guest room and we won't see them. So we'll be super, again, my family is built for this freaking pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember what it was like visiting your grandmother when you were 14, but that's what I did too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That sounds right. My grandmother had this long, narrow backyard, like super, you know, rectangle deep. And at the very, very back end of this, as far as you could get from her house. And I loved my grandmother to the nth degree, but she had these three Adirondack chairs and it was kind of like a little woolly in the way back of this like little stand of trees in the suburban Massachusetts. But I would sit in those Adirondacks, you know, like immediately get home, get to her house, drop the bags, and then go hide out in those Adirondack chairs. And that's before like I had a cell phone or anything. Right, you know, just right. Go just hide out. out. <laughs> oh. After being in the 
car the whole way with my family driving yeah. from Cleveland. Those three chairs. <laughs> <laughs> she actually had a storage shed. It was this delightful thing that it was a it was a little house. It was red and a wooden shed. It's, you know, where they kept like the lawnmower and, and stuff, but it had a window box. It looked like a little home and it had a little window that opened. It was a glass window over a little flower box. And then it had a door, a big white, a little white door. And the door was at one of those Dutch doors that are half open, half closed. <gasps> when I was younger, I love that house. Oh my gosh. Really? Like a, it was like a grown up or like a kid sized dollhouse that shed. Really? Oh gosh, <laughs> That's what I would like to travel to is that little storage shed. I wonder if that was where the croquet uh, mallets were kept too. We were a huge, huge croquet family in that long rectangular backyard. So love it. Yeah. So that's what I want to get to. I actually thought of that. We we were staying at a place in Montauk that had. Um, a grassy spot. That was my first thought was, oh, we could play croquet. Because we didn't have croquet mallets. So that that wasn't really a thing. So I'm going to tell you, I think you need to travel. Okay. Okay. I'm going to take that. I'm going to think about that. Yeah. And you know what you can do while you travel? You can listen to the breadwinners. Oh. It will keep you company on the whole long road trip to wherever you're going. So true. Love it. So I say thank you for joining us on The Breadwinners. Let's all go on vacation together. <laughs> at least, you know, audi with audioly. I don't know. I'm just making up words at this point. You will find links to all these New York Times stories in the episode description. Email us anytime at thebreadwinnerspod at gmail.com or visit us at thebreadwinnerspodcast.com. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and to rate and review it. It really helps us grow. And until next week, keep hustling. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM Network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.